We can push back here if you need us to. For the timing, if you wouldn't mind doing nope, that. Nope, not at all. I, I'm happy to have you guys up front, honestly. Uh, yep, we can do this. But just until they sort of uh, make that official. Yep, no, nope, we don't yeah, want to no, get you in trouble. I appreciate no, that. No, no worries. Hello. It's on your uh, left side here. Oh, right there. Hi, how do you do? Good. Hi, I am Jen. Will. That's Will. Hello. My Hello. husband Jerry getting in here. Where's my buckle? Hello, Jerry. That's mine. This is yours. Nope. Okay. I appreciate you guys being. Yeah, honestly, no for my part, I'm more than happy to accommodate, but just we don't want you to get in trouble. I don't want you to get in trouble, brother. Don't you worry. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Second, Jerry. Yeah, I just gotta get this under her Irish hair, so she's sat down on. Jerry. Yes, I'm Jerry. Yep. And and your name? Binium. Binium. Yeah. Nice to meet you. TJ, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard the J squared? No, we usually tell everybody Ben and Jerry's, like the Ben and Jerry's ice cream, but Jen and Jerry. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm delighted to make your acquaintance. All of you. We are as well. Yeah, this is going to be fun. This I is like a one-way street down here. Don't turn right there. Yes. So keep going straight. Yeah. Straight, yeah. Oh, thanks for the heads. Yeah, we've got caught on that a couple of times so uh, far. Yeah, gotcha, it's not a fun situation to be in there. Gotcha, oh, gotcha. Cell phone, and I've got my goddamn. Oh, all right. Happy Father's Day, by the way, uh, Jerry. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. This is good. It's kind of nice when you have those days set apart. I think, like, the ideal is maybe to, like, look for opportunities throughout the year, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To say, hey, this is meaningful, uh, or you're part of my life. But for those of us who don't quite remember, it's nice to have a set-apart day that says, all right, this is it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I've, uh, I've got a very special relationship with my daughter and my son, so I'm very happy. Very my good. son reached out to me today, and... Your daughter's probably not out of the bed yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How old are they? Uh, 30, 30 and, and 27. 27. Gotcha. I can't relate to you quite yet. No. <laughs> <coughs> oh, God, man. No, you're way too young, yes. I That's am. Way too young, you say. <laughs> yeah, you're way too young. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. That's a fun thing. about my own. Uh, me not being very young anymore. Uh, <laughs> well, how old are you now? I'm 47. 47. You work very well. Thank you. You're welcome. The mask is not a natural growth. Uh, <laughs> I actually have a goatee. Oh, you yes. do? Yes. Okay, okay. No, yeah, I'm, I'm the baby. <laughs> yeah, okay. She is definitely the yeah. youngest one by and far. How old are you? I am going to be 39 next week. 39. So you're 82? Yeah. Okay. Good math. Look at that. Wow. You're a mathematician, man. That bow tie no, makes you smart. I am not a mathematician. Oh, my God. It's Bill freaking Nye, the science <laughs> guy who's driving us today. That's funny. Holy yeah. cow. That's a first, actually. Yeah, I, I only know because I'm just two years your senior. Uh, oh, okay. So that's like, okay. I, yeah. I, I, I think it's okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> my math skills are not my strong skills. <laughs> 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 I have a feeling. Yeah. Oh, well, man. Here's the thing. Like, when I was growing up, and you probably, yeah, you guys can probably relate, calculators were discouraged, right? So yes. Trying to figure things out, doing the hard work. Uh, so I'm not sure if that's the case anymore. Or no, not. they're encouraged now, man. Like, you have to buy special calculators for like, them. I remember when we were even, like, 
being required to have this special scientific calculators. We yep. had nothing yeah. by way of graphing calculators, right? Which oh, yeah. eventually came up at, at the end of my tra uh, yeah, schooling. But even those, all those buttons, I mean, it looked sophisticated, but I had no idea what most of them were for. No idea, man. I was like, I'll stick with the big buttons here with the numbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be good that way. But here's the thing. I'm thankful that there's people who actually thrive on that. Yes. Of... Oh, my God. So we own a business. Yeah. And Jennifer does some video work with me because we own a video production company, yeah, but yeah. she mostly takes care of the books. Okay. And man, is that because nobody ever gets into business. This is our one thing we always tell everybody. <laughs> nobody gets into business and goes, oh man, paperwork, bring that on, bring it on. <laughs> and because you go into business because yeah. you're passionate about what you're doing. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So she's very passionate about book work. That so I'm very lucky to have people that. People like that. Yeah. Our gift <laughs> oh yeah, no kidding. Thank God. Without her, I'd still be poor. Well, it's, it's it's like a form of organizing, and I love to organize. Yes, holy cow. It's, it's in some sense forensic over here. Yes. Following <clears throat> the missing things along the way. Exactly. So you like organization and mm -hmm. things in order. Yep. So oh. that's um, we're talking about like sort of figurative, uh, abstract, you know, numbers in some space. How would in real life with physical things like at home or that kind of thing? She's really good at puzzles. So yeah. when we escape go to a, we go to escape rooms, oh, she can yeah. she I'll be looking at it yeah. and then she'll just take one glance at it and go, No, put this there, boom, it's in. Okay. <laughs> it's like well, what? And you're like, Your mind is beautiful, but I wish I had some skills to be able to do what she just did. Yeah. yeah, oh That's no. Awesome. Yeah, she's really good at that stuff. I have trouble with that. Oh, man. Escape rooms? I'm good for two puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. After I get the second puzzle, yeah. I just sit down. That's it, because there's no way that I'll get a third. There's Every once in a while, I'll get a third, but only because someone missed something. And I'm like, no, carry the two. You forgot to carry the two. It's <laughs> Someone, like, it, it reminds me of rid riddles. Mm -hmm. I don't yep. like riddles. Uh, I, I do have a riddle for you. Let me see if I can time a riddle. So this riddle, I'm particularly fond of because I, I made it up. Nice. Okay. And it kind of references what you already mentioned earlier. So the very riddle is simple. It says, I tie all my bow ties, but I own none. What's the solution? I tie all my bow ties, but I own none. Your shoes, your shoelaces. My shoelaces. Oh, no. No. Nope. I never heard that. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. <laughs> You're thinking outside the box. Keep yeah. on doing that, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where I would go, too, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's See? what we say when we're learning how to tie our shoes. Yeah. I tie all my... I tie all my bow ties, but I own none. I don't know, man. I know. It's real, not my thing, but this one here, I'm like, okay, I, I think I have one here. Hey, owns none of what? Do you know, what's the answer to it? I, I do know the answer. Would you like me to tell you? No, 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 not yet. Oh, he's okay, not done okay, yet. Okay, yeah. sorry. So no, we no, do, so you do, uh, but I own none. Yeah. I own none what? So is he talking about the ties? I own no bow ties. I tie all my bow ties, but I, I own, own no none. bow ties. Okay, so it's not. It's, I was. I was thinking there was a play on the words. Okay. Is what I was thinking. So no. Okay, hold on. Or pasta. It's a clip-on. Oh, there you go. Not a clip-on. Okay. Good guess again. Okay, you've got me here. Yeah. Here, let, let me see if I can show you. That might answer your question. Wow. 
It's not a bow tie. It is a. Oh, it's an actual. Oh, that is talented. Oh, that is. That is very talented. Here, let me show you how simple this is. You gents will be like just mesmerized. So you take your tip here, your wide tip, tuck it in here like so. You fold it over once like this. Here's the front of your bow tie. You're holding in the middle now. You want two layers, so you're gonna pull this backwards here. Do the same on this side for a second layer on this side. So you got two, two layers on both sides. You're holding in the center now, you see? And then you just wrap it around here. Make a little knot in the back here like so. You're watching all this so far? Oh my Jesus. Tighten that like so. You see how simple that is? That's awesome. I is this know. some kind of internet thing that you found? What's that? Did you make that up yourself? Or no, did... I definitely learned it from YouTube. Uh, okay. That's yeah. really cool. Isn't that amazing? And then to make your loop around the neck here, you just bring around the loose end right here. Bring it in behind your knot in the back here. So you find your style way with your fingers. Loop it there like so. Tie it in. Oh my goodness. And then you just wrap it around uh, a second time. It's nice, it's nice if you have a button down collar, you see. Yeah. But here, have a look at it and see for yourself how solid that, that is. That is so cool. Isn't that crazy? It is solid too. How that long ago solid. did you learn that? Is that a new skill? Take a look, Willie. Um, I've done this for a couple of years, two I'm years. I'm actually fairly jealous. It's of become, this I know. Oh my goodness. And it gives you an option too, especially if you have like a wider neck too. I know sometimes that, that's an issue, right? But with this in here, I mean, like, you can make this small. Jerry definitely has a wide neck. Oh, yeah, he definitely does. And so, like, most guys have, like, neckties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tighten it around, bring it around the back. Just do a loop around at the very end here to keep it in. Bring your collar over. And button it down. That is awesome. Isn't that amazing? That is cool. So, I want to inspire you gentlemen with hope that it is accessible. (laughs) <laughs> you actually did inspire me. I don't know if I'll. Hmm. Now, it, 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 I like that. It's simple, isn't it? So I'm, I'm, yeah. I used to wear ties for a long time, but okay. I don't wear them anymore. But now I'm inspired. Like, I was kind of uh, yeah, motivated be because I kind of got tired of of your simple Windsor and half inches. It's like yeah. it's just you know everyone's doing that. So I found some fantastic elaborate knots that you could do um, with your neckties, and then I came across how to do a bow tie with a necktie, and I thought. I've always loved bow ties, but I, I, I never could afford them or figure out how, how to cut them. Oh. So yeah. there's a solution to my riddle. I own all my bow ties. No, I tie them all, oh, but I own none. none. Yeah. And so it, it was kind of a play there, especially because you're just seeing the bow tie finished product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Right here, right here, but that's all right. We don't mind. We, don't, we aren't judging you. I actually, <laughs> I actually really like both the riddle. I was reading about riddles last night, so yeah. I was like, wow, this is really... Serendipitous, I should be listening about a riddle again today. <laughs> and then uh, I admire the bow tie, that's pretty, this pretty is cool. excellent, actually. We were talking about things that our minds can't do very well, that you know we may not be gifted in, but others are, right? Riddles are one of them for me. I'm like, uh. yeah. And uh, I mean, I love thinking about complex things, but just in my area of specialty. And that's where I like engaging myself. But if it's outside of that, then I'm like, this is a challenge. <laughs> On the that was really cool, though. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. That's this is one of the neatest Uber rides I've ever been I on. I appreciate that. I, yeah, no, I, I like that when they're memorable for a good reason. Yes. Yeah. So uh, what it's I was funny you use that word. I'll get back to that, but carry on. The book I was reading last night yeah. about plots. It like just outlines like it says like we really only have 20 different plot structures for all of the stories that we tell. 20. So, so I'm going through all of them, and the one 
I was I was reading last night is mystery, uh, and uh, yeah, and it was basically saying that mystery is a riddle. It's just in story form instead of like a couple of one-liners, right? I can see that. And it's just about it's like it's a story about what's happening, yeah. and a sto another story at the same time about what appears to be happening. Yeah, I can see that, and in some sense, you can almost ascertain the the strength of a story is in its complexity, right? right. The more complex the conflict is, the yeah. more like yeah, complicated it seems. The more people are like, okay, I need to try and solve this. So right. I, 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 I get that. I never thought of it that way though. And there's only you're engaged in the story in a different level, True. right? Because you're now like the yeah. sleuth. True. You're the detective. True enough. That's pretty stellar. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's an interesting book. It really breaks it down to what, like, what, and then I start watching movies. I'm like, oh, this is a whatever. This is a tragedy, or this is a, uh, you know, uh, an adventure movie, or uh, a, a revenge movie. I was reading about revenge movies last night. Or revenge stories, I should say. What's the name of the book? Do you remember? 20 Greatest Plots, Directures, or something like that. I'd be intrigued to hear. Again, because I think we live in a culture that values storytelling. Mm -hmm. Yes. Very much so. Especially uh, now. Yeah, yeah. Oral history needs to be captured. Right, right. Or the ability or art of even conveying it, too, right? Yes. I, I, I mean, you. I'm thinking of teachers who are conveying information, right? And perhaps one of the best assets they could have in their repository is being able to bring something that seems mundane come to life, especially if you have a, a story to tag it onto and say, here's how this could be enriching. So we work a lot in the indigenous community. And a lot of times when youth go to ask an elder a question, mm -hmm. the elder won't give them an answer to the question. The elder will tell a story. And you take out of that story what you want to take out of that story right. and apply it to your situation. Okay. It's very cool. And that art of storytelling, as you said, yeah. is fading. But yeah. I know in the indigenous community, they're starting to bring it back. So I'm very happy about that. That's really cool. Yeah. And also, it seems there's a lot more awareness of yes. the cultures, the indigenous yeah. cultures, especially that perhaps wasn't given the feature before. Yep. That enables people to be a little more, how can I say, not sensitive, but more uh, Aware. cognizant. Yeah. Yeah. So I think when they're they're told orally and the feelings behind it, there's a much more understanding than reading it just out of the book because you're probably missing yes. the emotion in it. Yeah, there's you're yeah you're limited to your media. Yeah. But I feel like uh, storytelling is a big thing in media nowadays. I think that's what people are wanting to hear more, like social media, like even like the story, news stories. Yes. In which case, I was remembering, was, this is probably a year ago now. It was, it was uh, when we were having our elections here. So was that a year ago or a year and a half? Uh, I forget. The writer I was with, he said, because like, I asked him, what do you think is the most important thing in a leader, uh, a political leader? And I think he was saying the charisma. And I said, from my vantage point, I would probably choose something different from charisma because charisma or the ability to influence people because of the way you present something mm -hmm. uh, it can be dangerous if you don't know how to analyze the, the main message right so you could take something 
and make it look really good, especially in the way you're telling the story. But if you don't have a way of actually analyzing saying, but here's what the real, here's what the real heart of your message is. Mm -hmm. And if you're not able to find what that is and say, but is that really solid, you know? Then you might find yourself signing up for something and going down a trajectory that you might find, oh, after the fact, oops, maybe that wasn't the most helpful way forward. So for my Fantasy Points, Christmas is really helpful. Being able to tell stories is amazing. But yep. I think even more so the ability to uh, critically assess and say, what is really being said here, and how are we interpreting that, and how can we sort of engage those ideas, even as they're being dressed up, right? Speed and red light camera in 300 meters. Speed limit is 50 kilometers per hour. I would say the storytellers today, especially if they have a platform, will do pretty well mm -hmm. because they can capture the. I mean, it's capturing the imagination, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you work with the indigenous, you're saying, sorry. Yeah. The question I, I was wondering is, how well received are you as you work alongside them, especially being that you're Caucasian, and from my understanding, there's a certain suspicion perhaps that they have of outside. So <coughs> we've been very lucky. Yes. But we've also taken the time to educate ourselves before we we've gone in. We've taken um, Aboriginal awareness courses. I guess they've, they've probably changed now. That's what they used to call yeah. it. It's probably indigenous. And we yeah. took uh, the course through the UFC. No, U of A. U of A. On Indigenous just Canada. Canada. Yeah. And they appreciate that. Yeah. But we also just, we want to learn. So, like, we'll let them teach us whatever they, they want. Like, we've been very lucky. We've, we have got to uh, take part and witness ceremonies that typically. White people, white people don't, don't get to, and it's it's such an honor. Like they've actually kind of considered us honorary. honorary. <laughs> it's funny. Like there was one thing we we were recording drummers uh, in the backyard to shoot a video for, and when they showed up, they're like, "What do you mean we're going to record in your backyard?" And I'm like, "Look, man, this microphone is really cool, but I don't want resonation, and it's going to be perfect out here." And you, and he was really upset with me. But I'm like, hey, you, you guys, if you want to do a ceremony beforehand, we can do that. And they had a tobacco ceremony, and then Buddy was like, okay, so you're into this. This isn't, yeah. you're not just putting me here because it's easy for you. You're actually doing this because it's the right thing to do. And it was, once they understand you respect their culture, it's, there's a huge difference to that. Like a huge difference. It's almost like earning the right Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And when we don't understand something, we will ask. We will them. ask. And so to teach us so that we don't make a mistake. And they like that. They, oh, especially the elders. Yes. Like we we have um, an honorary cookum, which is grandmother. Yeah. And she tells everybody she's like, those are my adopted grandchildren, and and she loves to teach. Like she's taught us how to make bannock. Yeah. yeah. And, Oh, everything like and, yeah. and tell her stories of, yeah, and yeah. yeah it's so I I love I find in our culture we don't have as much of a respect for elders as we should and I really like that they they're like no no like we do everything for with, the elders. with our elders and like we like if we're, there's a meal they eat first we serve them and 
and I love that there's that connection like I lost out on that with my grandparents because that wasn't featured yeah so yeah it's really cool so from your time spent with them if you were to have the audience of most in the community that doesn't have that access what are like the top say three things you'd say these are things to help you be able to interact communicate and connect with indigenous in this community that you may not be aware of Oh, first off, man, just be just be aware that they're a different culture and they have different ways of seeing things and different ways, like the the treaties that were signed. Okay, so like Treaty Eight was signed. The indigenous people thought, of course, we'll share all this with you. Yes, this will be great. We'll both be prosperous together, and this is what we do. Where the colonial people thought, I can't believe these stupid people are signing over all this land for like some beads and some tobacco. Holy crap, this is so easy. Right? So there's that. So you have to understand, whenever you're talking to an indigenous person, that first and foremost has to be there. Secondly, man, if you have a chance to take a look at the 60s scoop and residential schools, take a look at it um there's a great little documentary that holly fortier has put out from fort Mackay about three girls that were taken from there and what happened to those people one of them happened to be her grandmother no, her mother her mother sorry so it was really interesting to see that story and how having her mother taken away how it affected her yeah. and how she was brought up and how she brought her children up and very cool uh, to see that Um, and then just be open to stuff don't be like what the hell are they doing be like hey so what are you doing over there is is, is this something that I can be involved in can you can you share with me don't show me you're gonna share your culture with me everything is shared right so this is what they had premise yes exactly share everything everything is shared so they're, they're not going to tell you their knowledge. They're going to share it with you in hopes that you're going to share back with them. Yeah. Right? And that's what it's all about. And we've also taken the stance of we have made it our, our priority to mentor the youth. Yes. So with, well, and there's, what, three main groups up there that we work with. We have been mentoring students to take over this, to do it themselves. Selves. Yeah. So it'll be Indigenous people telling Indigenous stories. And that's kind of what we're hoping that we can do, and that'll be kind of our legacy is what we want to be able to do. So, But for every 10 you teach, you're going to have three that stay, yeah. right? So. Well, this business isn't for any, everybody, and that's the same with any kids. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, share. Just remember to share, man. That's all it is. If you're going to ask, go in specifically to ask them a question, bring something with you, right? So... And there are elements of hospitality slash gracious engagement. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to deal with a First Nations group, bring in what the elder you're going to go talk to, bring them an offering of tobacco. And you can buy ceremonial tobacco online, and it is expensive. But it depends on but, where they're from. Right. We if, have a remote community that's about, what, an hour's flight yeah. to get to. Yeah. And they're like, that's great that you want to share like the, the traditional stuff. But we would prefer things that we can use because we're so isolated. So they usually ask for like batteries gotcha. or yeah. um, iTunes cards, yes. surprisingly. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
things like that. So yeah. it depends on where you're going, yeah. who you're talking to. But or be KFC. They really want Kentucky Chicken yeah. set up because they are so remote. Yeah. It's usually where they go when they do have to come in for any like a medical appointments sure. or anything. That's funny you should say that because I work with an indigenous lady and she wanted Starbucks and fried chicken. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, she's like, that's my birthday, you know, dinner wish. Is that Jess? No, Donna. Uh, Donna. Donna oh, okay. and Bashan that we're going to be working with. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 She's a handful, that girl. She's cool. Yeah. I like her. Well, we've got to meet with her uh, the week after next. So. Yeah. I'm intrigued by the conversation. I'm going to make a request. I want you to say no if... Oh, that's one of those uh, posters. Um, I want you to be... Yeah, feel free to say if it's outside of your bounds of comfort because I... I, I Go ahead, man. You're not going to offend us or do anything. I knew I saw lights. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awkward. Okay. As long as he's not My behind me, we're good. <laughs> it's all good. I work for them. We'll be able to get out of this. Uh, <laughs> so um, when I'm not driving my Uber, one thing that I like doing is I like sharing some of my experience as an Uber driver with the conversations I have with my followers. Um, I, they find my content inspiring really encouraging by way of even what you're talking about in saying how do we connect with people we've never met for example or just your fellow man right how, how do you think about engaging them other than suspicion <laughs> yeah and so um conversations like even this this here as intriguing as they're i think i would love to be able to share but i never my followers know i never share unless i've got enthusiastic buy-in or consent from those i'm asking so that's my request is would you feel comfortable if i were to share Absolutely. The audio of this conversation with my followers. Oh, no, I mean, that, I mean you've got your stuff up oh, all yeah. over the place, man. No, so. That's all good. I don't good. know if I've said okay. much, but yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. And, and, and that's why I ask. Like, most of my rides, I don't ask just because the nature of our conversation gets pretty, um, you know, personal. And that's, yeah. I, we're I, I, we're not experts. Like, please frame it that we're not experts. No. It's but just our, how we pay to work for us. Yeah. yeah, it's been our experience. Yeah, yeah. And, and with every culture, like, yeah. I've, I've had a chance to talk to an imam, yeah. you know, because yeah. I, I had some questions. We were, I was well, working was, on a project. There was such a misunderstanding, and the only way to get it clarified mm-hmm. was, was to go, go and right, educate yourself. So, and that's that's for any culture, anywhere, like, and, and it's... Yeah, like I, I have friends that I can ask questions to. There's like everything from I know that you do not hug a Muslim woman. And I found that out the hard way after the fire in Fort McMurray because I hugged one of my friends because I hadn't seen her. And it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And as much as she was appreciative of it, extremely awkward for her. But she took it as a way to educate you. Exactly, yeah. right? No, I've, 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 I've actually been told by a few Muslim friends, oh, I'm sorry, I can't hug you. That's cool. Yeah. I get it. Speed red light camera in 300 meters. Speed limit is 50 kilometers per hour. Yes. One Assyrian influx was uh, coming a few years back. I was working with quite a few Assyrian families. Um, they're super gracious, generous. They're very hospitable again, inviting you in their homes, meals, parties. Um, but one of the things I did notice, especially with a Muslim background, um, I guess. It extends further than my commitments of teaching them English to also helping them with, you know, various practical things in this world that we live in. And one of those was even, uh, 
I, I wasn't going to send my volunteers into this arena, so I had my volunteers helping them with English acquisition for sure. But uh, when they started asking, can you please help us get our driver's license? It wasn't the kind of thing I was going to say, yeah, I'll just bring my volunteers because that's a scary place, especially if you're not aware. And I've been a teacher for some time, so I took that task on. The funny thing is this, the women were the ones who were able to acclimatize to the, to the language a lot quicker than the men. In their culture, it's very patriarchal, as you most yeah. probably understand. And so the men are the ones who go out and are in the workforce. So it was a real challenge for them to see this this backwards progression in their in their estimation of, you know, the women have more opportunities now to, um, you know, just proceed in their economic ability to provide for their family and so on. And so the men would be coming and asking me to take their wives. Please go teach her how to drive so we can, you know, make, make to the next stage. And even as I was driving with the women, the, the question I'd ask is, you're not allowed to be with anyone who's male unless they're a family member or your husband, right? So the question asks, so why am I here with you? And uh, they struggled with that one, but again, because of the favor I found with them and the way they just brought me into the home, the way the one woman told me, she said, Binium, to us, you're like our brother. And that was just a real warm sense That's of, nice. I know, yeah. it was really heartwarming, you know, That's to cool. say, I'm really thankful that I, I had this accessibility, you know, to speak a lot more forthrightly into their content. There's some things that they did culturally that I said, I very much appreciate your culture, but this expression here is a no-go in this culture here. It's just that we're never going to yeah. go in that area. You're, you're never going to talk to your wife that way, especially in public, let alone private. You're never going to treat her this way just because, again, we have a different set of values that are almost non-negotiable in relation to human equality and rights and things like that, right? But other things, it was just more so you're being invited on their turf. And it was just a oh really God, beautiful a thing. That is a cool sculpture, I think. I don't think that was here the last time we saw it. I don't think it was here either. It's cool. It's kind of very uh, symbolic in front of that guard there, right? Yeah. That's a really good point. I never thought of that. Should I take it to the front door? Oh yeah, Please take us yeah, to the front door, yeah, 100%. I don't want to walk anywhere, like, look at me, do I look like I'm running any marathons? Like, <laughs> so, so what is this, uh, what is your social media handle that we should follow? I give you my cards. Here. Yeah, there you go. This is how you can find me, and what do I do? Do you want one card? Yes, 100%. A kindness kindnessologist, that is amazing. Oh, thank you. Oh I my god. what I do, and so it's just part of that element. You are 100% what we need in this world right now. Oh, oh my yes. god, seriously. Awesome. Like, I, I got tears, like, this is so cool. Oh, yeah, this is very impressive. I really appreciate that. It's very impressive. I'm not the only one, just so you know. I think no, but this is... individuals out there, and I just want to at least find a little bit more... There's a group of people like you? No, I, I'm sure there, there are out there, and I want to at least encourage others who may be thinking it would, it would it would be nice but we don't see it you know and that's my my contribution or my investment is to say this is not um this is not beyond our reach but it's nice to have encouragement along the yeah. side and, and look the bow tie <laughs> i know it's there <laughs> it's like one of my signatures oh, that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> So, oh, we, we're, this has been a great ride. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Good company. I'm so thrilled. I hope you had the pleasure again along the way. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. I'm hoping so, too. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I have to undo myself. Take some water bottles on your way. Oh, no, we're good. Like, seriously, thank you. We're like we're only here for a couple hours, and we're going to a party. You know, yeah, it's all good. It's a today.
Oh yeah, we've yeah. definitely got a whole day planned. Yeah. This whole week for me is planned. Thank you so much. Is that like a recording thing? Is that like this is my mixer here for the audio, oh, and then cool. I've got my video up here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so Fantastic. It's because I was squatching down and I was like bursting. How's your day stuff. going? It's going pretty good, thank you. Busy? Um, it is getting steadyish. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say busy quite yet. Gotcha. Well, yeah. I guess it is kind of early. I guess everybody's going to be going out for supper and stuff for Father's Day. And... Oh, that is right. Yes, yes. I hope. Happy Father's Day, by the way. <laughs> thank you very much. Huge assumption I'm taking there, but. <laughs> <laughs> So, you're Troy. Oh, I am Troy, yeah. You are... This is Owen, Owen and Owen. this is Zach. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you too. Zach, Owen, and Troy. Mine's Binium, by the way. Oh. What did... Can I say hi? Oh. Hello. I'm trying to read... I didn't quite catch your name, sorry. Oh, that's okay. Binium. Oh, Binium? Right. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Binium. Nice to meet you as well. I'm guessing I might be your first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So what's on your itinerary for today? Uh, get the kids home yep. and then uh, sleep. <laughs> I'm meeting a, a friend of mine. Yeah. He's uh, gonna take me out for a drink today to nice. celebrate Father's Day. So okay. these guys can't get in the bar. So. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you to grow up already. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me see if I can guess how old you boys are. Um, Zach, because you're talking about sleep, I'm gonna guess in the teen range, so I'm gonna go with 13. Nah, 14. Oh, 14. Pretty, that's pretty a good guess, though. Okay, okay. 14. And then Owen, I'm gonna go with 8. 12. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> I know says he's 8. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, Maybe you are shorter than average. <laughs> Alright, let's make this fair. I'll let you guys butcher how old you think I am. Oh, okay. You, okay, Zach, you go first. I'd say like mid 20s. Mid 20s. 27. The mass mess everything. 32. 32. And okay, I'm gonna go 39. 39. And you said 25. I had like mid 20s, yeah. Mid 20s. Oh. Who's the most confident in the answer? Me. Actually, I, am not. I saw that beard. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the closest is. You said 39. 32. No, I said 32. 32, okay. And you said 39. Yeah. I am actually 41. No way! Wow. I know, I know. You yeah. just look too young. I've been told as much too, so I thought that would be kind of fun to like try that out there and see. But good guess though. I appreciate it. That's, <laughs> that's the range the most give me. In fact, I think two weeks ago I had someone say 18 and they were super serious. Uh. Like, you realize I'm your Uber driver, right? <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah. 14 years old, though, eh? And yeah. what's it like being the oldest? Uh, this the guy's always doing too much. Okay. He's no, always on about... No, you're just doing more than you. You just do too little. Yeah. He's always too active. He's always running around doing something. Gotcha. He'll be like, working out. I'll be like, why are you working out? You're 12. Wow. Okay. And you're not into uh, working out? 
Not He's at into all. Killing demons. I'm videoing you. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And you're not. He, he no, kind of is. Right. Just kind of he's more. He's like that person you see like out and about, like yeah. being healthy, and you're like, yeah. wow, why are you healthy? Okay. So what are your influences then, Owen, to get you on that track? Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, okay. You want to be like him? Yes. Awesome. Are you taking pictures? No. You really should be. No, I'm good. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing, like, when you get there, imagine those who are like, I want to be like you, Owen. What did it take? And especially if they look like you right now, they're like, I took steroids at 12. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> good wholesome advice. I love it. <laughs> uh, so you love to get really big and buff mm-hmm. and strong. Gotcha. I'll tell you, I uh, I never was interested in the gym because not because I was lazy at I found repetition of it is like, ugh. I hate, I hate, like, getting something going that's, like, good yeah. for you is, like, awesome. But once it gets, like, repetition, it's just yeah. like, ugh. Yeah, this is a lot more work. I just do, like, tomorrow, maybe. Okay. See okay. the Jaguar? You missed yeah. it. I sorry to interrupt. I didn't mean, okay. sorry, my apologies. It's a fantastic family car, don't you think? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a two-person seater. Someone would have to sit in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Strap him to the hood. <laughs> driving along the cloud here last night. So you've seen those stretched limousines that are like a Dodge Rams, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, this one here was, um, this one here was a little different. This one here was, uh, what was this one here? This was a pink Dodge Ram stretch limousine. <laughs> Imagine that, eh? <laughs> Who invests in money into that? I don't know. Yep. But hey, you probably rents it out quite a bit. I'm sure they do. It might have been that one, one of those limo services, but... I always do think that that would be a fantastic family. <laughs> it would be. So is it just the two of you boys, or is there more kids as well? Nope, just yeah, the two of okay. yeah. So I'm the oldest as well. Oh, how many kids in your family? Six kids. No way. Seriously. Now, let me throw this out there. How many years between me and my youngest? Well, if you said six. Uh, six kids. Uh, let's say. How many twins along the and way? You're, and you said you're 41. I'm 41. You're the oldest. I'm the oldest. I can say... 15 years. I'm going to say 22 years. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'd say like maybe like 10 years between you and like each of you guys. Okay. But yeah. 10 years between each, each of us. Maybe something like that. I, no, you know what I mean. Because I'm only 40, right? So that's <laughs> no, like 10, 30, you're just 20, saying 10 years 20. from oldest to youngest. Oh, from t- oldest to youngest. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oldest to youngest, I'd say like 30 years. How many? 30. 30. From oldest to youngest. Okay, okay. Well, the one that got it spot on is one of you. Which one is it? I said 22. You did say 22. Which one of you got it spot on, do you think? Me. You got it. Wow. 22? <laughs> no way. Seriously, wow. same mom and dad, too. Oh, no way. Same mom and dad, yeah. Now, when I came to Canada, it was me and my two brothers, so they're closer to me in age. Okay. And my mom and dad had a few more in my teens and then into my 20s. And uh, for the longest time, I was like your age when my first sister was born, and I had to explain to my peers, or no, not, not even my peers, just people in general in public who knew me because I was really well known in my small city. Yeah. They're like, I did not know you had kids. And I'd have to say, they're not my kids, they're my siblings. <laughs> that was an ongoing conversation, you know? <laughs> so, so where did you grow up then when you came over? Oh, I'm from China. No way! I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm a little gone. I know. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm having my fun here. No, I'm from Ethiopia. Oh, so, 
I was born in Ethiopia, but I grew up in Kenya. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was fairly young when I moved here. I was eight years old. Yeah. Have you ever been back home? Once. Yeah. Once. That was about 11 years ago. Okay. Um, went back to Ethiopia for a good month's travel. You know, when we moved here, uh, Dad was in the back of his provider for right. our family. Right. It was just not in our means to be able to make that trip. It's super expensive. Plus, yeah, six know. kids, you know. But, um, yeah, it was good to go back for a visit. Because, I mean, I was only born there. Right. We grew up in Kenya, right? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was nice to go back. There is something, I'm not sure if you guys have any, like, immigrant kids in your school. Oh, yeah, tons. Okay. I have a few. Okay. Something I know that I have always never forgotten was my experience being, like, an outsider coming into this culture. Because it's not like we really have any playbook, right? Right, like, yeah. Here's how you should act or not act, what you should say or not say, laugh at. It was just, like, so foreign for me back then. Back when I moved here, it was before the internet. Before the internet, right? Right. Um, maybe now it's more accessible for the, the, the ones that you guys get to interact with, but I don't know. I, I always really have a soft spot for incoming new people because right. it's, a, it's a rough place to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. Even like, like Uber driving, for example, there's so many like immigrants who are Uber drivers, right? Yeah, I have no idea how to act. Well, yeah. And, and the, the, the weird, no, it's not weird. It's actually harsh. The harsh dynamic is. They're doing a job yeah. where it's great that they can earn income accessibly. They they can drive the vehicle great, but they're being graded you know with the star system yeah. on how well they're able to catch these social nuances that they may not have access to, right? And so uh, yeah, a lot of them I would say struggle that way. It's like I like bringing awareness to saying, hey, these guys need just a little more patience from us because uh, it's a different world out here. Yeah. I was just talking to um, this lady just before I picked you guys up. She's She's uh, Filipino, but she lives here now. She lives here for a long time. She's literally traveled the world, and so she's got so many experiences she was sharing with me. But we were just talking about how those who are born here, we think that this is the norm in the whole world, right? Like this value system that we have of human equality, uh, fairness, and just you know, uh, economy, all that kind of stuff. But in reality, like there's kids like your your guys' age in India were literally born in the in the dump of their city, you know, yeah. and they will never see the light of day outside of that because they'll never have that opportunity. Or, or there's like women who are not given the right of being a, a fellow human being, right? Yeah. They just don't have any rights, and, and so they are just in a world that is so starkly different from ours. And so, uh, there's something really helpful in experiencing the world when it comes here, yeah. especially when you can have that ability to uh, talk with them, you know, and just be patient with them. Yeah. But uh, we had, the boys had, we brought a, a Filipino nanny over. She yeah. worked in China yeah. for years and years and years. And yeah. she had two sons herself. Okay. And she had never raised her kids. It yeah. was her mom and her sister. Yeah. So they, they were in the Philippines. She yeah. worked in China. And then yeah. we were fortunate enough to um, bring her over to nanny for the kids. And she was with us for eight years. Yeah. And like, yeah, totally like being exposed to like her first day uh, on the job, it was like she landed on a Saturday, okay. got her all set up, yeah. and they were like, we're taking you to Banff, right? And she was just blown away, and like, she still, like, she spoke very good English, yeah. but she also spoke um, uh, Port Filipino, Mandarin, Mandarin, Mandarin oh, and good. Portuguese, because she was wow. working at the Portuguese consulate. Okay. 
So, but uh, like like you said, like it's a it's a culture show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But they have. Um, she was fortunate enough because the Filipino is such a, a tight community yeah. in town. So if they find out somebody's come over, yeah, they reach out. But you know that's the benefits of the internet and sure, cell sure. phones. And yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But her, she finally brought her boys over. Yeah. Um, we boys still see her every couple of weeks when she comes and cleans the house. Okay. Uh, no, not anymore actually. Any, but anyway, so you yeah. see her, yeah, yeah. but she brought her kids over and now it was a culture. Holy crap, really? And they were teenagers, like, in high school. Yeah, that's not easy. No, Holy right, crap. and they yeah. didn't speak English. Oh my goodness, okay. Yeah. yeah. Now they got it figured out. It takes a while, but... Yeah, yeah. So Owen, dream career in the future, if you could choose anything, what would you do? Uh, engineer. Engineer. Uh, my, my brain already hurts. Like, <laughs> holy crap. I don't understand that world, so I admire those who have that. Cool. And you know what kind of engineer you'd be for? The car mechanics. Car mechanics. Gotcha. Mechanics. Cool. Car mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> so you like cars, especially like high performance cars? Yeah. Okay. How would you? Me? Yeah. Uh, just computer stuff. Computer stuff, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like a whole world that most people don't, like we all use them, right? But we don't know the back end of it. No right? one knows anything about them. Yeah. We know how to use them, we just don't know how to develop and build them. I'm putting together a website for myself right now, my business, and uh, holy crap, that's a steep learning curve that I was going through. This is like, okay, how can I make this a little easier? Because this is not my main jam here. Right. right. So, yeah. Man, oh man. Computer science. I know. I was wearing that darn backpack for a half hour. Yeah, no, it's a that zero latency where you pick this up. It's a yeah. VR thing. Okay. Like a virtual reality interactive, and it's not like just stand in one place yeah. and point a gun. You actually they have this large gymnasium. Yeah. And you physically have to move around, walk around, and everything. And it's all VR. It's all VR. Amazing. I've never done VR. It was. Oh yeah, no, that was our second time doing it. My buddy owns the place. And, nice. And, uh, What's it called again? Uh, zero latency. Okay. But uh, you can play like it's basically first-person shooter games or yeah. adventure games. Yeah. But yeah, like you're you're on a flat surface, but you got to walk up ramps, and so but so you're walking up the ramp, but you're kind of crouched, and you think you're walking up this ramp, but really it's just a flat piece of ground. And then they videotape you watching. Like, oh. So you look like a bunch of idiots after because we're ducking and weaving and trying to hold on to something that's not there. That's awesome. That's brilliant. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question, Dad. Shoot. Because you're the dad, and um, feel free to say no before I ask the boys. Okay. But you're kind of the gatekeeper on this one here. Um, what I do when I don't drive my Uber, I love. I love sharing conversations I have with my riders along the way with my audience. Oh, okay, yeah. They love the way I yeah. connect with people and, and that kind of thing. I was going to say, like, you're awesome, man. I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Thanks for being on. They, they know I never post anything unless I have um, right. consent. Okay. And um, especially because we have minors here, yeah. I wanted to honor that as well, first and foremost. Is that something that you and... Speed and red light camera okay, in 300 meters. Yeah, speed yeah. limit yeah. is 70 kilometers yeah. per I'm, hour. It's also you guys as well. So <laughs> if you're... Yeah, it, if it's not your jam, 
Oh, go ahead. It's going to be like honored. Oh, go ahead. Speed and red light camera in 100 meters. Speed limit 70 kilometers per hour. That's my handle on the back there. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a really neat way of. I don't know. That's. Wow. Thank you. I love the outfit too, man. It looks sweet. Like, I appreciate that. Yeah, I saw you pull up. I was like, wow, he's wearing a bow tie and suit? Wow. Do you like riddles? Not at all. Owen? I don't care for them. I like them. Do you like them? Okay, so let me give you this one here. I don't like them like you as well, but I came up with this one on my own, so I'm quite proud of it. It goes like this. I tie all my bow ties, but I own none. Help me solve that riddle. I tie all my bow ties, but I own none. What's the question? That's the riddle. <laughs> That's the riddle, yeah. Help me solve that one. Like, oh. is it for what you are? What do you mean? Like, like is it... Like, who am I? Yeah, is it like a who am I type of... No, no, no. 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 Like, how does that make sense that I tie all my bow ties, but I own none? I don't... Exactly. Well, I'm happy thinking. to give you an answer, too, but... I don't know. You're in a store? Nope. No, I don't work first or that that's a good guess. Are you ready for the solution? Yes. Okay. Solution is this. I actually own no bow ties. All of my bow ties are tied out of my neckties. I've learned how to tie neckties into bow ties. So all the neck all my bow ties that you see are neckties. No way! And it's the simplest thing ever. Like so easy. I know. Yeah. I found the video on YouTube, I'm like... Oh. I'm gonna check it out. It is that simple. Yeah, it really is. I, I do it in less than a minute. And so, when people see me, like, they recognize me, they're like, there's a bow tie, it must be Bunyam. So they kind of make a beeline, and sure enough, it's me. Awesome. Right? Yeah. So, most guys have ties, right? Yeah. Definitely makes it I'm gonna, I'm gonna check. I'm sorry, I just made myself a note so That's I can check okay. it out. That's okay. Even at the end here, if you want, I'll just quickly show you. Like, just sure. No, you, you got that. You've done a good job. I'll find it on YouTube. I'll have to practice it. Excellent. Because <laughs> I've got bow ties. Yeah. I've got three bow ties. Okay. And you probably learned how to tie them. Yeah. Is it the same? No. Oh, okay. No, it's totally different. So with a bow tie, I don't even know how to tie a bow tie. It's, it's weird, yes. Same thing like cross, tuck, tie. Bolt. And then when I actually felt the bow tie, like the real one, I was like, oh, this is so different from like my bow tie. My bow tie is like quite beefy, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's no, it looks good. But thank you. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah. And now I'm just kind of stuck with my <laughs> bow ties. <laughs> I'm bringing them back in style that way. Yeah. I'm loving the green along the trees here, though, eh? Then you. Yeah. You, I'm just gonna I'm gonna drop them off with her mom real quick. Absolutely. And then I'll run right back. I'll, I'll be awaiting it. No worries. I'm on your schedule here. Yeah. Uh, so no, no problem at all. What part of the city do you live in? Northeast, northwest? So south? I have a, an apartment downtown. In oh Houston. nice. Uh, my sister's staying there right now with her friends, and I'm over here in Varsity, just across oh, the no way. Kidding. Seriously, yeah, it's about four forty up there. I know, so it's like, oh, you guys are in my neighborhood. <laughs> it's lovely up here too, isn't it? You're like, why couldn't this be at the end of my shift? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I'm all over this city, honestly, so, yeah. Have you boys always lived in this area too? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Not right. we haven't. We're in, uh, we moved here in 2014 from Royal Oak. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Even though you guys aren't together, it's a really cool thing. Well, no, like we, uh, when we, we've been a now for two years. Yeah. But we, we, when we split up, it was yeah. just amicable. There's yeah. no yeah. cheating involved or yeah. nothing. Yeah. I'm really good friends with yeah. her boyfriend and. Amazing. I yeah. kind of have the same with my ex. Oh, okay. How long were you married for? Uh, nine years. Oh, okay. Yeah, nine years. But even now, like, I mean. I'd probably say she's one of the most gracious people I've ever known. You right. Know? Um, well, isn't that great, though? You don't hear that too often. I know. I know. Uh, a lot of times it's a lot more antagonistic and. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah. It could be. Yeah. I can understand different dynamics to be <laughs> certain, you know. But no, thankfully for uh, for you and I, it's a different context and and it really does make a big difference, yeah. I think, for the kids, right? Yeah. Well, she she makes a big effort too, like she. Yeah. Um, like we have joint custody and everything, yeah. but she yeah. makes, you know, like I said, she she does a lot for the kids yeah. when I'm not around. So. Yeah. That's really. And uh, did like you have any kids? Three. Oh wow. Yes, mine are ten, eight, and seven. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Oh, boys, yeah. girls. Uh, the boys between the two girls. Oh no way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> but no, yeah, they're they're, they're pretty solid kids. So I usually see them. Every second weekend, and then I'm off over at their place. Oh, okay. Uh, when both mom and grandma are working, Great. and I'll go and uh, hang out with them yeah, after fair. school, that kind of thing. So. Fair enough. Yeah, I yeah, know it's really, really, it's still a fantastic experience in life when you can play well with with yeah. your co-parent. You know. To make it easy for you, yes. unless you're going through the parking lot, yeah. you just drop me off here because I'm just going to Kilkenny. So okay. that way you got easy access, easier access left or right to I'm to Crow Child. Either way here. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, let oh, me let me take oh, okay. all okay. Yeah, it's it my pleasure, man. It's my pleasure. Man, you you're the best. Thank you so much it's again. It's my pleasure. I am thrilled for your company as well too. <laughs> um, I would say this also amazing amazing other individuals out there too yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, right here? yeah it's right here awesome. yeah you can just drop me off from here very cool well have a fantastic outing here thank you very much yeah, happy I'll father's day to you i hope thank I you so you much and happy father's day to you too thank you are you getting to see the your kids today this weekend they're actually committed at birthday parties with friends okay. so next weekend nice. oh nice yeah all right excellent thank you so much again welcome, man i appreciate it the pleasure is mine all right Cheers, you have yourself mate. a great night thank you slow today honestly yeah it was one of days like today father's day mother's day it's always yeah. kind of a 50 50 shot it's either going to be really busy or yeah. really slow and today was really slow <laughs> okay. and you've been here obviously long enough to be able to contrast previous years I yeah okay. <laughs> last year being the exception but yeah because <laughs oh, we had just reopened around this time last year so everything was just kind of weird holidays didn't mean anything yeah. <laughs> seeing the patio is full now i'm also reminding myself it's just not outside anymore it's also inside as well right i think so yeah yeah i mean like before it was just the patios only right yeah my goodness this is quite the lineup here right I must be doing Father's Day dinners. Ah, uh, that's right. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Uh, I keep forgetting. 
they testing how some of these traditions evolved, right? Yep. Yeah. And I wonder if they're different for Father's Day in contrast to Mother's Day. There's probably definitely a little bit of variance, I would think. It would be interesting to kind of see, like, from restaurants, who, if there's more bookings on Father's Day versus Mother's Day sort of deal. Mm -hmm. be interesting. <laughs> How's the rest of your day been? It's been steady. Yeah? Not busy, but steady. That's good. Which is still better than, like, slow. Yes. No, <laughs> so of I'm course. I'm super thankful that people are out and about again. Good. I, uh, I mean, it's definitely affected our Oh, I bet. It's just encouraging when you're, like, going out to work and you can actually find work, you know? Yes. As opposed to, like, sitting and... Yeah, I've heard from a few people that they'll just kind of drive around for a few hours before they're like, you know what, there's nobody today, I'm going home. <laughs> but yeah, that's I've definitely felt that way at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I've done this for a couple of years now. I, I, I have understood quite a few about uh, Elmer's book job. The one thing I'm not sure if I know yet is if it's more advantageous to drive around or to stay in one spot. Oh, yeah. Concept, you know? Right. Probably if you like hang out around the malls or the airports and stuff, you get fairly consistent calls on that one. Now, with the airport, the interesting dynamic there is that it is like you're put into a queue. Oh. Yeah, so the airport and the uh, stampede grounds have a queue. So when you enter that zone, you're sort of put in a lineup with others who are already there. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So and that you're not all just like rushing to hit yes on it sort of deal. And from my understanding, I think it only offers it to one person at a time. It gives a little timer oh. to respond to. So you don't have to like do a mad dash of, ah, stop yeah. that, you know? It, it does it to one, and then if they don't, um, if they ignore it, then they'll go. That makes sense. That's how I yeah. But then the, they also have some perks where if you have like a really good rating, then for example, like I can just go to the airport if I'm dropping someone off. Yeah. And if I'm if I'm dropping someone off, I don't have to go into the queue. It'll just bump me to the top of the line. Oh, nice. And then send me on with another line. Yeah. So that you at least have a reason to drive away again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it saves you the waiting time as well. Yeah. So it's a nice perk. No, absolutely. It's a smart system to have it set up like that. It's incentive, right? Yeah. To try and to have good service, really. Absolutely. The thing I like about the job is that they don't tell you you have to say this and say this. You can kind of control your own elements of the environment that you want to curate. Yeah. And I love that. And so I think it works really well because people can kind of show their, show their characteristics or their nature or their personality in a way that they choose to do something or not, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I really enjoy that aspect, too. Right. Being your own boss is probably a nice perk. Say, say again. Oh, my goodness. Being your own boss. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. If I have to go back and take a job where I'm on a schedule. Yeah. I mean, I won't shape literally, but they'll be like, man, this is like <laughs> a different thing to get used to all over again. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, even just from having the, what, two and a half months off when everything was shut down, going back to work, it probably took about a solid month to get used to actually waking up at a certain time, going somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's an adjustment. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Uh, this small has been two and a half years now, I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, people watching is the best at the malls. <laughs> it really is. I mean, you and you overhear little snippets yeah. of conversations yeah. too that are just hilarious. Oh, like at one point, yeah. I heard somebody being like, "Butter for a baby? That's a fair trade." And that was all I heard out of everything. I'm like, I need to know more. I need wow. to know more. Right? Like, it was just the randomest things yeah. you'd hear and see in the mall. Context, context. Right? right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. And I mean, there's absolutely some characters in the mall that you don't necessarily want in there, but oh, it happens. Okay. Yeah. There's definitely a few, a few loud ones that you can kind of hear coming down the hall before they even show up at the stores. It's just like, oh no, okay, everybody get ready, they're coming. <laughs> so, like, perhaps regular presences. Yeah, exactly. And is it just that they're there to cause trouble usually, or is it a legitimate sort of a... Uh, some of it is just they themselves are not fully there, for lack of a better term, yeah. so they're a little bit more difficult to deal with. There are some that are just rude. There are some that are just very colorful characters. <laughs> I have a few, because I work at Sunrise Records, so we do music and movies and stuff like that, so we get a fair spectrum of customers and everything, but I have a few that come in and are just very, very colorful. I have one gentleman who comes in always looking for, like, wrestling DVDs, and he's he will always look for anything that has cute young girls on it, because he's a dirty old man, and I'm just like, ha, 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 I don't know how to respond to this, but sure. <laughs> Yeah, he's, I mean, he's harmless, he's nice yeah, enough, but yeah. he likes to make the dirty old man joke a lot. <laughs> yeah. You kind of, I mean, I've been doing retail for 15 years, so it, you kind of just build up a resistance to it, the, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh. mm -hmm. Okay, so if I were to ask you, um, uh, say the top three observations you've noticed about humanity, from your observations over time of the people involved, what would you say they are from your vantage point? Uh, nobody reads signs. That's the biggest one that stands yeah. out the most, especially right now because the mall has directional signage everywhere. Yeah. This doesn't work, so use this one instead, and nobody reads any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Signs for sales, nobody reads any of it. Okay. Uh, that there are a lot more kind people out there than there are jerks. But the jerks like to make sure that you know that they're a jerk, essentially. <laughs> right? So like, try to make a bigger impact. Yeah, exactly. Is that there's way more good customers than there are bad customers, but those bad customers will like erase the good customers for three days because they're just that heavy of a situation. And the third one, I, I honestly, I don't know, that everybody's surprising. Especially because, again, selling music and movies, I'll be like, okay, this person looks like they're going to be coming in here for metal music, and they're actually there for classical, right? Like, never assume anything about anyone is kind of what retail is a good teacher for as well. That's fascinating. I mean, I'm sure with a job like this, you see all sorts of characters. <laughs> I'm sure so you I see, see lots. Like a whole variety. Yeah. But 
I know like when I get asked a lot, it's along the lines of what are the craziest stories you have with people? I don't have any. Yeah, that's good I though. Don't, <laughs> I only have any, like I only remember two, to be honest, for the wrong reason. Yeah. And that's in over like 7,800 rides. That's pretty good. That's a huge difference in Austin, right? Right. Uh, I know a lot of my fellow Uber drivers have a lot more that they would probably struggle with. Probably just because of my awareness or, or I guess I understand people really well because I know how to sort of communicate and the expectations that I set, the way I communicate, the, the way I come up with boundaries, probably has something to do with it. But no, I would say my job is pretty swell because I, like, I get to go and have great conversations. And it's not always great conversations because there's also people who Speed and red light camera in 300 meters. Yeah. Limit is 50 kilometers per hour. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's good though. That's a pretty good average. Only two not so great at a 78. That's pretty good. See, that's the. There's more good than there is bad. It's just the bad stick agree. out more. <laughs> so I, I would agree with that. And yet, I one of my observations is how often people are generally discouraged by what they encounter or experience, um, especially by way of discouragement or, mm -hmm. um, yeah, just not seeing the good side, I guess. Yeah. It's a real challenge for a lot of people, so, um, so maybe they just, here's the thing, I get, I sometimes get a chance to drive, for example, law enforcement, right, or lawyers or healthcare workers, you know, people who see a lot more concentration of the challenging aspects of society. Yeah. Talking with them, one of the things I try to understand from their perspective is how optimistic they are about humanity in general. So, seeing what they see, the greater concentration that they do, yeah, there's usually a little bit more tempered, right? It's a more, yeah, I believe that, yeah. And so, I wonder if that doesn't play a factor in, in how society collects itself. Usually, people go to Malta by, right? So, they connect the opportunity to sustain, yeah, the reason that they're there. Um, and you've got your eyeballs, I guess, who are on alternate agendas. Oh, always. And even like for me, with my riders, they can't book a ride unless they can afford it, right? Yeah. So, um, whereas those who are sort of right on the front end of the challenging aspects of society, the parts that none of us want to deal with, that's the day and day out. I'm sure we're down on this too, right? So I can understand how for some it's just like disillusioning um, the, the forecast that they, they have of humanity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when all you deal with all day is people causing nothing but problems, you're gonna just kind of have that extra layer of everybody's here to cause me a problem. Especially in the way you're putting, putting it when you're saying like the, those who want to make their presence known for the wrong reason are really enthusiastic about making that. Yep. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, and I mean, and I feel bad some days because I, I know you're not really mad at me. You're not mad that this DVD is $5 more than you thought it would be. Something's clearly going on in your world. Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like I'm the one who it should be taken out on, you know? But I sympathize with them. I understand it. But yeah, they do, they do like to make an impact. That's for sure. <laughs> It's not like we're given a detailed script.
etiquette or uh, even training in life in general to deal with that that power. Right. That requires communication, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, normally I just kind of go home and plop on my butt and yeah. listen to some music and wait for the day to be over okay. so I can do it all over again tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and lots your of... shifts demanding? Uh, as far as like the consistency of days on versus off? Uh, the... I'm manager, so I get to make the schedule. So I, as far as days themselves go, that's pretty fine. It's right now, since we reopened this time last year, other than Fridays and Saturdays, it's all solo shifts. So it's just me there for nine hours by myself. I have to close the store if I want to go on my lunch break or to the bathroom or anything like that. Like, it's just, right now it's a lot. Yeah. Because of the situation that we're in, but normally it's fine. (laughs) Normally, it's fairly straightforward work. I mean, I thrive when it's busier, because I'm just going nonstop and going and going and going and going, and it doesn't give me time to kind of be like, oh my god, I'm so exhausted, so it's fine. But Until the end of it. Right, exactly, yeah. And that's when the plopping happens. (laughs) Time to just relax at home. And yourself? Do you do a lot of other activities? Besides Ubering? You know, uh, when I'm not Ubering, this is my full-time job, but when I'm not doing this, I spend a lot of time curating, not creating, but creating content oh, okay. um, on my social platforms, uh, which is such a labor of love. It's like, oh my goodness, there's a lot going on here that I'm trying to keep up with, and so that definitely takes a chunk of change my time and attention, but it's the kind where I really appreciate it, and I appreciate the engagement of those who consume my content, so it's just, it's increased my my involvement to a level I didn't quite uh, expect when I first started. (laughs) What kind of content do you do? Um, I do a lot of content around my job as an Uber driver. I love sharing a lot of my experiences, so um, the conversations I have, the reflections I have on some of those interactions, and I think the very heart of why I do what I do is more so to encourage and inspire others and what could be in connecting with others, which isn't uh, something that everyone is gifted um, at me, and so when they see my content, it inspires and encourages them along those lines to say, hey, this is possible. And yeah. So, I like providing models for what it could look like, talking about it, celebrating it, and encouraging others towards it. Excellent. Yeah. Leading by example, kind of. Exactly. I, I find that compelling. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. In one sense, it's like my job as a, as a driver with Uber is my excuse to connect with people. That's really cool. Right, well, yeah, you get to meet several different types of personalities every day, right? Unexpectedly along the way, it's all organic. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate the challenge, you know. And I think this is what, like, I think it's like a superpower. Yeah. Yeah. But I like being able to share it with others and saying, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible to, like, experience this 
And I think my followers who consume my content like it because on the one hand it does encourage them, but on the second hand it also, I guess, it also, the aim is to help them understand. It's within your reach too, and so what could that yeah. look like for you? Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. No, I like that. Thank you. Sounds like a lot more positive content than a lot of what's out there. <laughs> it definitely is. Yes. <laughs> Intentionally so. Okay. Need more positivity like that in the world. Interesting how that works. You were just saying that there's a lot more kind people than not. There is. That aren't as kind or more loud or vocal. And their influence is felt a lot more. There is, well, see, and I still, I absolutely believe that, but there, even the good people aren't necessarily positive people, they're just not rude or belligerent or anything like that, but that there's, it, there's nothing wrong with a billion things a day just to make you smile, that little bit of extra smile, that extra positivity in the world, right? Right. Yeah. I, actually, shortly... Probably in November, so I got a T-shirt for a movie called Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So I it just so oh, good. Yeah. Uh, it just says be excellent to each other. And I was on my lunch break, walking through the mall, and this little old lady, she comes up, she stops me, and I was scared because I was just like, oh my god, did I just like cut in front of you? Because I don't so know when I'm walking yeah. through the mall. She's like, I just want to say thank you for your shirt. That's beautiful, and I'd hug you if I could. I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm suddenly so glad I bought the shirt. This is now my new favorite piece of clothing. That's amazing. Right? Like, just that little thing I made her day, and yeah. her telling me that made my day. It's a, it's a happy circle. <laughs> totally so. Totally so. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, I guess, this is my
what I go by most of the time if it's yeah. not a professional situation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When I have to use my legal name, I use my legal name. Gotcha. But otherwise. Cool. Mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. Thanks I for asking. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> That's awesome. I want to ask you a question, Kavita. Mm -hmm. Before I do ask it, I want to preface it uh, with encouraging you to say uh, no if you don't feel comfortable with it. Because uh, it does ask a lot, but I, I do honor a no answer with no like feelings of like, oh man, because that's very sacred for me. So, like I was mentioning before, I do have my online platforms that I love sharing my content with. Yeah. I never actually post anyone's content or picture or video unless I get like an enthusiastic yes if they're open to that. And so I always want some information before I ask. I don't ask everyone, but like just on some of those vibes where I'm like, I would love to share this conversation and then I see if I can get that um, permission if you will. Yeah, you feel comfortable if I were to share our conversation? Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you for asking. That's also very appreciated. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's a, uh, I don't know, we're in, in a time where once upon a time it's like whatever, right? Like, yeah. But no, I, I definitely value people's privacy and their right to it. Um, because it's not everyone's interest or desire to be featured. Yeah. Something. No, well, and absolutely, I could see there's probably lots of people who are like, well, I'm good, but yeah, no, by yeah. all means, thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. I appreciate that. And I got no problem with that. Because a lot of things we talk about, I'm like, this is such a good perspective, and I would love to be able to encourage others along the way with it, too. Right, well, and it's good to be able to kind of 
see things or hear things from a different angle than you've thought before to kind of reevaluate like hmm that's kind of a good point <laughs> it is fine like you remember how you were saying there's more good expressions of humanity yeah and it makes me think about even how this is an example of that whereby there's those out there who are thinking that they're in isolation with a certain challenge right but then seeing that there are others who communicate this this perspective yeah that they need, like that old lady who unexpectedly is encouraged during the time. Yes. That was huge, right? Right? I think we do the same in, in un, uh, unknown ways sometimes. Yeah, that's what I always tell my sister if she's getting down on herself or whatever, is that, nope, you just keep doing you, because you never know that your smile made somebody else's day that little bit better, and you don't even know. You never know when you're making that positive impact. So, always try toughest lessons that I've had to learn because I've always been a giving, giving, giving person is also to like remember how to, well not to remember, but to how to even start off with me as home base of how can I serve me yep. and my interests or my, like how can I have a really happy place between my ears um, from which I can share the overflow with others. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a really impacting and necessary lesson that enables me to have a lot more gas in the tank yeah when i i'm intentional about being out there yes hey, um life is tough but there can be happy moments in between so mm-hmm yeah. right, well and you got to enjoy the little things i've never been in this area here this is fantastic this is my first time coming in this area how yeah. cool is that this is off to my dad's house for father's day so uh, just up by this van here with the cowboy in the front. Oh, right over here. Here on the right. Perfect. Nice well, thank you very here. much. I will you too. Yes, Sunrise Records. Come find me. I will do so. <laughs> Have a great night. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for sharing with me again. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.